to a brand new episode of Virtual Coffee. My name is Alexa Collier and I am the host of this podcast. And on this podcast, I chat with small business owners from around the world and showcase the people behind their businesses, as well as the products and services that they sell. Now with me today is Allie, the founder and owner of My Organized Allie. Allie is an organizer here in the Raleigh-Durham area, but she also has virtual services for those who are listening who might not be located in our direct area. She recently obtained her business's LLC, which is very exciting, and on this episode, she shares her advice for other new business owners and how she simply juggles it all. Now, I know you'll enjoy this episode. Uh, Before we hear from Allie, of course, would really appreciate if you rated and reviewed Virtual Coffee on the Apple Podcasts app and on Spotify, helps others discover the small businesses that we showcase. And you can also find us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, etc. It's all at Virtual Coffee Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Now let's hear from Allie. Welcome, Allie. Welcome to Virtual Coffee. I'm so happy to have you here. Hi, yeah. Thank you for having me. Let's dive right in. So would love for you to just briefly introduce yourself to our audience, uh, maybe a little bit of an intro of who you are and your business. Yeah. So my name is Allie. Um, I recently started my own business called My Organized Allie. Um, I'm a home and business organizer local to the Raleigh Durham, Nightdale areas. And my business has been really kind of going for about a month, month and a half, but things are starting to pick up pretty quickly. So I'm getting really excited about where things are taking me and where this business is going to go. I was born and raised in Raleigh. So I know this area like the back of my hand. Um, So I'm excited to try to offer my services and my help to families in this area. Awesome. Yeah. Congratulations on, on getting that business started. Let's go back to the beginning. I love a good origin story. So how did, how did my organized alley start? Sometimes folks come on the podcast and it, and it started from a hobby. Sometimes it starts from you were helping your friends and family and it turned into a business. Uh, what's, what's your story? Yeah. So I have actually been an athletic trainer for the past nine, nine and a half years. And when I had my daughter in August. Shortly after that, I ended up quitting my job so that I could stay home with both of my kids. And that kind of branched into me trying to find something that gave me kind of a a break from being a mom all the time. So I was organizing friends' places. I organized one of my friend's kitchens. I helped her do um, a move out and move in organization just for fun at the time. And over the past few months, I've kind of realized that I'm strangely good at it. Um, And it is very satisfying to me and almost relaxing to me. So when people get very stressed out about organizing, it is one of my most relaxing things I can do. So once I kind of realized how much I enjoyed it um, and how much people in the area are needing that kind of help, especially as busy parents, busy households, not everyone has time 
to, you know, take care of their homes in the sense of organizing. And a lot of people don't think about organizing in a way to make your life a little bit easier. It sounds like it started from, you know, as you were mentioning, just kind of helping, helping out, you know, friends and family organize and then wanting to find that that thing, right? As you mentioned, to give you give you back a sense of of maybe you and, and something that you own, right, on your own. What kind of organizing happens? You know, for someone listening, say they're in the area, they're like, oh, this sounds interesting. Like, what could you help someone with? Yeah. So um, honestly, if you look at a space in your house and it just brings you so much stress and anxiety, that is something that I can help reduce and bring calm to, which is kind of what I want my business to be about. I want it to be about the calmness and bringing a sense of peace to your home. So a lot of people have me do their pantry because a pantry is kind of a catch-all place. You know, a lot of people have no idea what's even in their pantry. And then it ends up racking up your grocery bill because you don't know that you actually have five of the same thing. And this is especially great for people with kids because um, an example, I recently did a client's pantry who wanted her daughter to have access to her own snacks. Before she didn't have that access, she was always needing the parents to come and grab everything for her. But now her daughter can simply go in the pantry, grab whatever she needs, and the parents can stay relaxed on the couch. So I do anything around your home, whether it be pantry, closets. Um, I'm doing a master closet this weekend, actually. And then big projects like garages. And then I can also do business organizing. So if um, you have an office space that is just needing um, any kind of like file organization, stuff like that is what I can help with. That's awesome. Because I was going to ask you, and you answered it already, if someone needs to have clutter. And it, it sounds like, yes, you can help with that, but also it doesn't necessarily need to be like you have a ton of stuff because it sounds like you help people implement systems, right? To organize like the kid example was a great example. It's not necessarily, I mean, maybe for them, their pantry did have a lot of items in it, but even if it didn't, you were helping them organize a system to fit their needs, not just clutter. It's in addition, in addition to helping with clutter. Exactly. Yeah. And having, that's why I tell all my clients that having a system in place, and it's also why I love labels, having a system in place is the key to having your space stay organized long-term because a lot of people, you know, they, they think of having a place organized and then immediately they're like, okay, well, it's going to get organized in a few weeks or a few months. But if you have the correct system in place, and everyone's on the same page about the system, and everything has a home, then there should be no worry about the clutter coming back. You might need some maintenance here or there, but you shouldn't have to do another one of the complete transformations. Yeah, that's a great point, because you're helping people reset to a good foundation, but then you're also helping them maintain that foundation of organization, which is great. Like You're not just coming in organizing clutter and then they need you again in three months for the same exact thing. Yeah. I like that you have that, that deeper purpose there. It's not just surface level organization. Now, do you always go into people's homes or do you have offerings where you can first maybe consult on the phone or me, you know, maybe what are your options of services? 
I actually have a couple different options. So I do offer completely virtual consultations. So those that I like to offer to my people who are more of like the DIYers and they kind of just need a little bit more of a push and maybe some input on what they've already done or if they're out of state and obviously I can't get there, then I can do a virtual session um, and I kind of walk them through their space. I like to do it over FaceTime and I ask for as many photos and videos as possible. And then I help them pick out the products that would be best for their space. So that's the virtual services that I offer. And then as far as when I do see clients in their homes, um, I do a consultation first. So um, whether it's a phone consultation, I can go to their home and do a consultation to see the space. Or if people want to meet up with me for coffee so we can get to know each other before they invite me into their home, I I'm open to that too. I love it. I love coffee shops. So my <laughs> own right there. Um, because I, you know, I, I know how uncomfortable it can be inviting a stranger into your home. And I want everyone to feel like I'm just another friend coming into their home to help them out with the problem that they're having in their home. So if some people prefer to do the consultation in their home, then I'll come in, I'll take some of my own photos and videos, I'll take some measurements. If it is over the phone or FaceTime, then usually I'll ask that they send me some measurements um, because that is what helps me get the organizational products that we need for that space. But yeah, I mean, my <laughs> my offerings are pretty, you know, they're pretty well-rounded there. I love that you have that virtual component too, so that, you know, those listening who aren't necessarily in our Raleigh area, they can also benefit from, from what you do. So that that's great as well. And yeah, you, so you'll get the, the products as well. I didn't even really think about that. Like in, you know, before and after images, like how everything is neatly organized. So you'll help folks get the proper products, I guess, or the organizational tools that they need for their space. Yes. So that's kind of one of the things that I'm trying to, I don't know if I would say different, but I'm trying to be unique about is because um, a lot of times when you, when you find an organizer, you know, you get pushed on you that you need all of these products and that you need to spend all of this money. But as a parent of two kids, mm -hmm. I understand how difficult it can be to fork up a lot of money on stuff like that. So I like to work with my clients on what is realistic for them as far as a budget for that. I had a client recently who um, she already had a lot of products already. So our budget was almost cut in half because I used what she already had. So I like to give my clients a couple of options. If they are a client where they already have a lot of the organizational products, then I will use as much as I can of those. And then some people just say, yep, go and go and buy whatever you need and we'll pay for it at the end. And then the most common scenario is that we set a budget for the organizational products. And I always ask for retail price back. I don't ever upsell any of the products. So if someone says, for a pantry, they have a budget of, let's say, $300, then I will stick to under $300 for getting items for the pantry. Usually, if 
you know, it's getting close to budget, I'll start sending photos of a couple options and have the client choose. So I like for the client to be as involved as they want to be while, you know, making them not feel like I'm there to essentially take all of their money by organizing their space. I like that you clarified that on your pricing and to your point of how you're, you're being different with your business. I think that's very true. It's a good differentiator that you're first wanting to use if the client wants the stuff they already own. Um, That adds like a good piece of sustainability to your business too. I love that. I think that's a great unique differentiator and I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Thank you. And I, I like to stress that I, I charge retail price for the products because um, I tell my husband this all the time that I'm not in, I'm not getting into this business to make money off of products because people can go and buy organizational products for their home on their own. But the issue is that they don't know how to implement them in their space. And my sole purpose is to help you implement these things in your space. So if I tell you that these are the items that you need to buy, then that is what is going to work best for your space, then I'm not going to try and make money off of things that you could already go ahead and buy yourself. I am totally on board with that. I think that's a great business model because to your point, it's not, the products are just tools to help you, but you're, what you really bring to the table is your service and your eye for that organization, how you're helping clean that space, organize that space and create that system. That That's the unique sauce, not the the bin from XYZ store. Yeah. Thanks for diving into the details of, of your business there. And I personally love getting into the logistics of how you launched this business. I say it almost every episode, but I find it fascinating how people such as yourself, you know, you have this idea, you have this service or product that you want to sell and then you turn it into a business. <laughs> like what was the, you know, I'm I'm just curious, what was that like launching a business? What are kind of the top, you know, one or two things that come to mind of how you did that? And this might lead into, you know, advice for those who are looking into establishing their own business. What are kind of those top things, like I said, that come to mind that you would advise others on or want to share your personal experience on? Honestly, probably. Well, okay. So I've been in business for a little, officially a little over a month as an LLC. And every single day I still say to myself, am I really doing this? Is this this really happening? Because I never in a million, in a million years thought I was going to be a business owner. And honestly, it feels amazing being one. There's that fear of failure but it was it was kind of just one of those things where you know I my husband and I were talking and trying to figure out what we want in life and the things that we want to do to make the life that we want and I knew that helping people has always been something that I've done and I've continued to want to do and having my own business allows me to do that in the way that I feel is right. I don't have anyone telling me how I, you know, can or can't run my business because it's my business. So I think as hard as it is, don't let the fear of 
taking on the huge challenge stop you? Because there are so many small businesses out there and there are so many people that are wanting to start businesses but are just too afraid to, which is normal and completely valid. But once you start it, it's going to take some time to get going and you got to spend money to make money. So that's part of a scary part too. But in the end, having something that you know is yours and that you control is just such a gratifying feeling. Really two great pieces of advice there. The first that I was thinking about is it sounds like you, and like you said, your your husband first figured out what you want out of life more in the sense of what you want to do, how you want to feel. So you mentioned like you want to help people, right? And then you, you worked from there. Like if that's what we want to feel in life, how do we get there? And then, then came your business. And then I also love the piece and I needed to hear this personally today of don't let the, the fear get in that way. We often talk about here on this podcast of how it's the balance of being prepared to launch and like having a good plan, but you don't need to have it all figured out, right? There's like a fine line there of yes, be prepared, but don't, to your point, let the fear and that overwhelming feeling and the endless to-do list stop you from launching and just starting. Right. Yeah. And also like you don't realize how many people are out there to support you until you start wondering what you need to do to start your own business. So like when I was starting my organized alley, I had no idea what I was doing. I had, you know, I was on Google every single day, like how to start your own business. <laughs> um, and I, since then I've had so many mentors along the way. And one of my friends down in Georgia, she opened up her own counseling practice and she's been a massive mentor and kind of just walking me through the steps like the the smaller steps that you wouldn't even think about doing. Finding someone who can be that mentor for you and who can kind of, you know, tell you it's tough right now, but it's going to be okay. That is going to be such a helpful tool that you can have. That community aspect, also a big theme here is just how incredible the small business community is and just business ownership community in general. To your point, you can everyone should find and will find that that mentor or mentors or that community that that can help them along that journey. I'm interested in knowing where what are your hopes and dreams for this particular business? So for my organized alley, where are you heading with it? I know it's you know, you you launched very recently. Are you kind of on the path of let's just see where this goes? Do you have those big milestones? How are you kind of thinking about the future um, and handling those those future thoughts and future desires? <laughs> it's a lot at once, I will say that. I think it's a lot of trying, I'm currently trying to figure out what is the best path for my business as far as making sure that the client base I have is the client base that should be with my business. And I'm currently going through a rebranding. So that is really going to be bringing out the core meaning and everything of my business and how I want everything to be. And I want to make sure that everything that's happening with my business is honest and true to who I am and who I want and what I want my business to be. I want to be able to build a client base 
in the Raleigh-Durham area where my companies talked about in the mom groups and in like smaller communities and stuff like that, because, you know, there are so many big organizing businesses out there, um, but sometimes it just feels unrealistic to find one of those. But I want to be, um, like I said earlier, like I want to be the friend that you can just call when you need some help. So I think that's one of the things that I, I really want my business to stick true to, you know, hopefully I, get so many clients and am successful in my business, but I always want my clients to feel that sense of honesty and that each project that I'm working on is unique to them and unique to their situation. And I've also been finding that a lot of people that are moving to the Raleigh area are in need of some help with organizing when they move here. And, you know, moving to a new place, you have no idea anything about that place usually. So I'm trying to get connected with some realtors that can offer my services to their clients when they move in. That kind of brings me a little bit of of joy and pride growing up here, knowing that, you know, I can help these people who are moving to my city and I can help be one of the the good faces of this area. Sounds like you you have a really good mindset of, and and knowing who your target clients are and who you can help and finding ways to get get to them and also I love it sounds like you're wanting to build your own community like through my organized alley like you mentioned um, just getting into some of those various groups locally the realtors etc I really like that vision of I was just visualizing it in my own head of your own community where like you said, they can just call you like, hey, need, you know, need help with this? Can you come over or what's your availability? And just creating that close-knit connection with your clients. I don't think I mentioned it, but that's actually how I came up with my name because I was trying to find a way to, you know, incorporate my name somehow in. And then just realizing the alley is also ally. So mm-hmm. my organized alley is, yes, it's my name, but it's also you know, if you read it the other way, it's my organized ally. So my organized friend. So that's what I want to bring to the area and the community. I love that. I love, I also love that you can pronounce it both ways and it still makes perfect sense. Like I I like that you purposely incorporated that. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's smart. I really like that. I'm curious your perspective on this of, you know, being a mom, a wife, a business owner, how has balancing that all been and I've been saying for a year now that I need to find a better way to ask that question because it it's never a balance like there's no true perfect balance but really what I'm getting at is do you have any advice or things that work for you to manage all that all those things all those roles you could do for 24 7 so how do you kind of navigate those things and and your passions that's a tough question because I mean like you said, like, how do you balance anything? And honestly, what part of life is actually balanced? I might do this a little bit differently or a lot differently than, you know, other business owners, but I will always and have always put my family first. So my business and work schedule is around my family. And that's part of why I wanted to be a business owner is because I want to be able to put my family first. And I want to be able to have those adventures with my husband and my children and show them the world and 
having those adventures with my husband and my children and not having to choose between one or the other. I think that's probably the biggest thing. I'm trying to not make it feel like I have to choose because you have work and people say you have work and you have life, but for me, it's all one. Yeah. And especially when you're a business owner, a small business owner, it is all one. Like your, your work is part of your life. So it's really just a matter of where those certain things are on, on that priority list. For me, it's going to be my family as number one. And then my business will come second. And I think ever since COVID and everyone being home all the time, I think a lot of people have kind of changed into that perspective because a lot of people have realized that you can spend time with your family and not have to be at work all the time. And that's essentially what I try to do every day. I have my set times that I work on my business. However, if my kids need me during those times, then I'll step away and help my kids. I think you stated that very well, because I like that you said it's it's not a balance and it's not a this or that. It's a you can like quote unquote have it have it all in the sense of your priorities, you know, your passions. You can have that all and and find a way to make it work and the way that it works for you. Like you can personalize it. I that's inspiring because yeah, I like that you said your family's first and so the business schedule works around that and like that's what works for you and own it. You know that that's awesome that that you're able to craft that life that you want and that works for you. I think that's great advice for others of understand your priorities and base how you juggle it all off of that. You know, let let that guide you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, that was really well stated. It's making me think now of how I have my my life currently organized. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ali, my my last question that I really end every episode with, and some people say it's the hardest one, but in in this moment. What is your proudest accomplishment? And it can be related to your business, your family, or completely separate topic. Just kind of that first thing that pops into your mind. Like right now, what would you consider your proudest accomplishment to be? Making it this far in motherhood. (laughs) (laughs) So I have a three and a half year old and a 10 month old. So nice. Yep. (laughs) Being a mom and still being able to, you know, get up and breathe and enjoy my life. I would say that that's a big accomplishment. Yes, it is. Congratulations on that. I feel like all you have to say is I'm a three-year-old and 10-month-old, enough said. That's my proudest accomplishment. (laughs) And I'm still here. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. No, that's that's wonderful. And yeah, thank you so much for for being on and sharing more about you and your business um, and just about about your life perspectives and advice for others. Before we you know officially sign off, where can people find you and my organized alley? You know, shout out all the websites, the social medias uh, where where people can go to learn more about you. Yeah. So right now it is primarily on Instagram at my organized alley, A-L-L-Y. And then Coming soon, I'll have my website, which is going to be myorganizedalley.com. And I'll announce that on my Instagram whenever that's ready to launch. But yeah, Instagram, follow me, share everything, enjoy the videos of the 
the satisfying <laughs> before and afters. Excellent. Yeah. I hope everyone check, checks you out. I'll have uh, your Instagram linked in, in the description of this episode too. But again, thank you so much for being on. This is really fun. It was. Thank you so much for having me.